Welcome to the Queen G Live Experience. How are you? <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? You're so silly. You ass on the phone, super formal. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? <laughs> what am I supposed to do on my podcast? I'm supposed to keep it professional. I'm this host, you know what I mean? I got to do my thing. You all good? What's happening, big sis? What's happening? What's happening, little bro? I'm chilling over here eating red vines. And, um, just at the house, tucked away. It's like, it's hey. happy, to be, uh, happy to be COVID-free another 24 hours. You know, that's all we get is 24 hours these days, boy. It's wild out here. It's wild, ain't it? Hey, um, the, the red vines is like one of my favorites. The red vines and the top ramen noodles. Absolutely. <laughs> and I had to I had to get rid of the Coca-Cola habit, but you know. Uh, that's, a, that's a gift and tradition right there. Exactly, exactly. We call them uh, we call them policies. Right, policies. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God. So, so how are you feeling tonight? Everything good? Yeah, I'm. I'm cool. I'm just, um, you know, just again. I'm. I mean, 2020 was just crazy for everybody, but I'm just hoping that that things clean up and fix up. Right. Going into 2021, you know, it's like you're supposed to go Happy New Year, but right. it's just like just thinking about all of the families that have been affected by even if you caught COVID and beat COVID, it's just been so many nightmares and so much scary stuff that's happening and so many new standards uh, that we're having to adjust to. Right, right, right. None of us seen coming. I mean, some of the most positive people in the world have succumbed to depression and just trying to survive this new world that we're living in. It's just crazy. So, you know, just, um, I don't know, just happy to still be alive. Right, right, right. Have you, um, have you adjusted to the new COVID standards? I know that, um, you being an entertainer, especially, it has completely changed a lot of things because normally, you know, you're on tour, you're traveling a lot. You're, you know what I mean? You're out and about, like just doing your thing and, and, and being an entertainer. So in that sense, what has that been like for you? Um, it's been crazy because although I don't do a million concerts per year, just knowing that my last concert, um, you know, in February, you know, I think I just sold out the Great Western Forum and just did like a Valentine's Day run. Just thinking like, man, like I had no idea that that was going to be my last, you know, round of concerts. I mean, that shit is just crazy. Like if I could just get back on stage one more time right? and just look at the audience and um, I would have, I would have probably took it all in a little longer, you know. If, if cherishing that moment more, huh? Because yeah, you didn't know that know. this, none of this was coming. I didn't know. Yeah, nobody knows. So it's, uh, you know, and then just being on movie sets, even though I've booked a couple of movies this year during the pandemic, which is a blessing, it's still been just a lot of anxiety just being on movie sets, Mm -hmm. thinking thinking or believing or assuming that they actually 
that they sit together um, and that they're doing things according to, you know, being COVID compliant. So it's, it's edginess everywhere you go. And, you know, we have to walk around with these masks on. And I just, bro, I never would have just thought this time would be period. Like I've seen this in science movies. You know what I mean? I've seen like pandemic type movies before, but you know, and we know that some of these things that are written are real facts, but we have never seen it in our lifetime. You know what I mean? So I, I just think it's weird. I, I just, ah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get with it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely weird and it's definitely different. Um, you know, it's just kind of, can't really explain it. Like, what right. it's like, uh, it, it really feels like some, uh, some type of outer space uh, alien or something that just, boom, just dropped down. in the land and the things that they talk about in Revelation. Uh, Earthquakes and family going against family and all those things that they mention is actually happening right now. Like, it's a lot of stuff. And you know how we used to, bro, you know we all went to church. We was in church faithfully, right? (laughs) We was in there like tarrying on the altar. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know how they used to say that old statement, time is winding up and we would hear it right but my god the people that died this year um like uh, it has just it's knocked the wind out of me it's a lot of people i know that passed away 300,000 people have plans this year and the numbers are still numbers are still going you know it's like this is the ultimate test right now right right of human spirit of our will test of i mean we're our patience is being tested everything when when this first happened bro um you know your nieces they had to um begin to be home and i had to homeschool them and i wasn't ready for that like i'm used to all you know i've been a parent 30 some years tanisha's 32 so in all the years i've been a mother i've never had to like homeschool and being forced to homeschool them it's one thing to, you know, sit with them when they get taken out of school for illness or something like that. But I'm talking permanent, like they just here waking up out of their bed, rolling over onto the computer. And you're the teacher. You are the one. <laughs> like there was no balance at all. And I, I went crazy a little bit at first. You know what I mean? Because I was like, y'all here every day, like in my like every day. You know what I mean? So. That was my first test right there. Just, you know, learning more patience as a parent and trying to uh, adjust to making sure that I give my all and my best to them as much as I could. And I just felt so stretched because I got four kids here at home right now that are all little. So I felt stretched. I felt stretched beyond like there was nothing that I could do to to give them everything. You understand? It, it was crazy. It was crazy. And and I, I I even like I talked about it. You know how stressed out I was. 
you know, and, and I know everybody felt that at first, too. Um, even the mask stressed me out at first because I was like, are you serious? We got to walk in stores and have this on our faces. And it's we got to like it was tripping me out a little bit. And I, I had to reel it back in and begin to pray and ask God to help me, you know, to find a happy, find a medium somewhere to to deal with that. You know what I mean? So have you had any moments like that yourself that you were just like, my God, are you serious? I know one of the things being not being able to travel as much. Um, but but tell me, is there anything else that you could think of that just really just was like, are you serious? Um, I mean, it's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's everything, you know, just like, that's a lot, Sean. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I think um, if there was was, was a such thing as like being in America and being embarrassed, you know, in and around the amount of people that was unemployed, if you you wouldn't get money before the pandemic, you'd definitely not get money during the pandemic and you won't be getting money right after the pandemic. Right. Um, And so just the unemployment, um, the unemployment alone. Um, the homelessness alone, the amount of smart and capable people out here in the world that's uh, um, just out here feeling it. Um, yes. All mm-hmm. of these really bad places that people are slipping into, you know, it's uh, it's bad. So Right. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I'm glad that you're doing well through that. And, and, and listen, I, I want to talk about this because I know one of the ways you've been able to kind of work and operate through this is your Voltron travel. I want to talk about that a little bit because you launched a travel business and you you merged with uh, Priceline, right, recently. Um, wow. First of all, brother, amazing. I, I just think that's so dope. Like... <laughs> You know, because you and I don't really get to talk about the admired part of what we do for each other. When we, when you and I come together, it's all like, hey, sis, you know, I love you. How, how's the fam? Like, it's like that, right? And we don't really go into details about our entertainment lives. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this is rare and interesting, but I really want you to know that I am very proud of you. Like, I, I never really get to tell you that. You know what I mean? Like, in conversation, because we don't, we tend to not want to be an entertainer when we come together. We don't want to do that. We just want to be sister and brother. Everything that you're doing, I'm beyond proud of you as well. And and you know, it's really strange because it's almost like we would, if people from the outside looking in, I know you and, um, you know, my brother and my, my other sister, you know, everybody kind of deals with, are you Tyree, sister, you Tyree? But, you know, and kind of whatever that is. But people, people don't understand, like, I'm out there as your little brother, literally your baby brother. And when we get on the phone, we don't discuss movies. No. And TV shows or business or, you know, the... Like, I don't even get congratulations. No, <laughs> right. I, it's like, 
And not that I wouldn't, it's just... No, no, it's, it's, here's the thing. I'm not, I don't look at it as my own sister didn't hit me to say congratulations because I don't send them out either. Like, we don't view each other um, or or kind of move about our lives discussing business or anything that's going on and 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 what we doing. You know, Junior sang and rap and got his music business stuff going on and you got podcast and, you know, various different things that you're doing and, and been doing for years and you wrote your book and you know, so it's it's kind of it's it's one of them things that's happening in the family, but nobody in the family is talking about it. Twenty four seven, like just going on a <laughs> yeah. We we've done a great job in a beautiful but very strange way. We've done a great job of just like maintaining the vibrations of family and not having our family dynamic to bleed over into every time I talk to you, you asking me about a script or a movie or a project. Right. And you, you know, know what? And, and I don't know who decided it should be that way, but it just kind of happened. Right. We just kind of yeah. naturally progressed into that. And that's what we've done for years. You know, yeah. um, I remember, though, when you first became famous, um, when it first happened. Oh, my God, brother. I was your biggest fan, and I still am. Uh, <laughs> but I saved every magazine clipping that came out, and including the Jet magazine, including remember all those um, you know old school hip hop magazines that was coming out, and you would be in there. I saved every clip, and I had a scrapbook going. Um, and I used to save every video that came on with the VCR. So I was collecting footage, <laughs> you know, <laughs> over time on this one VCR tape. And I kept putting it in so I can catch you on TV. And, you know, back then they didn't have the editing situation like it is now. So you had to do it over time, you understand, and put it all together by way of catching it on TV. And and putting that that next to your clip, like when you started uh, hosting the MTV jams, I was all on that. Like, and and let me tell you something else. <laughs> I am your biggest fan even now. Um, I can I tell you something that people ask me, and I want to be really really honest with you. Yeah. One of the biggest things, and you you, I, I just want to <laughs> tell you because one of the biggest things that people ask me. As my brother, first of all, what is it like being your 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 sister, or what is it like to have you as my brother? That's one of the questions, right? But the second one is, do you make love to your brother's music? Wow. <laughs> do you make love to your brother's music? And I was like, you know what? No, that is ancestral and weird, and that just just just. <laughs> now, now I will say this. There was this one time that we were doing a playlist. And you know Eddie, because that's my husband. He's, you know, you you approve of him. You oh actually approve God. of him. Please don't tell me no stories about a playlist and something that happened to my music genre. Please, if, that, if that's what you're about to get at, I want to change it. <laughs> no. Don't do it. 
I'm just going to say that it popped up on the playlist. A song of yours popped up on the playlist while having that moment. You know, and I had to, I was like, nope, cut it off. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, seriously, I can't. Like, but I do. I do listen to your music like on road trip. And when I'm like, you know, needing a mellow vibe because it's just, it's, I'm a lover of R&B. Okay. So I know your lyrics to your songs um, because I put it on rotation because it's so melodic and beautiful. And some of the subject matters, um, especially for the Black Rose album, the Black Rose album was one of my absolute favorites. And it's because I can listen to that from top to bottom, even the dumb shit song. Okay. (laughs) So, well, no, you know, the thing is, um, I don't know. It's, uh, I still love music. Um, and in a real way. And, um, and I was just, I was just, uh, talking to my boy today about it. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, I was, I was kind of on this phone app and everybody was on there talking. They was kind of asking me questions like, you know, is it movies or music for you? And I just was like, man, um, my first love is always going to be music. Right. Um, and, um, you know, I, I just, like, you know, music is mine. These are my, my feelings and my emotions. When you when you do a movie or a TV show, you know, unless you wrote the movie, you're using somebody else's words. Right. And, um, and, and so, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's just interesting, you know. Um, I respect music so much. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know, right. Um, you know, I respect artists that could go to twenty, thirty studio sessions a week, and they go from room to room, and they just in there messing around, coming up with stuff all day on the fly. But I just, it's, it's holy grail to me, and uh, it's like, you know, it's, it's like a basketball player who can play ball all year. I respect them, but you know, I it's serious for you. I what you have done period like bro we are from watts california you understand like this is just phenomenal like and 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 you've been blessed and and your your life has been blessed and i remember when we were younger when you wanted to make that transition and go into a musical program i remember you coming to me and saying that like i'm tired i think you you were just a student you began to go in um, learning how to play piano and you know what I mean? Tell us about Mr. Andrews, your special angel in your life. Um, Mr. Andrews for me became, you know, a father figure for me, you know, the first, um, beyond our own father in those years that he was in our life before, you know, him and moms broke up. So it was just kind of, it was, um, it was just crazy to just kind of 
Mr. Andrews was the one that um, took you to your first audition. And um, you were how many hours late? I think it was two and a half hours late or something to your first audition. that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's been, wow. It started with the seed of that. And, and now, um, where you are today, can I ask you a question? Another question I have for you is from your standpoint, what does fame feel like? What does fame feel like? Like, you know, I, I think I'm starting to feel some of the ailments of fame because of just some of my recent hitters on podcasts, connecting with celebrities and stuff like that. Um, but what does it feel like to you? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a loaded question. Uh, what is what does fame feel like? Um, uh, you realize after being famous that you know that saying that there's levels to this shit. Uh, you realize quickly that. The more money, the more fame, the more success comes with a whole nother level of isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, that that feels like a pandemic long before the pandemic. Uh, right, right, right. As you know, folks just can't go nowhere, can't do nothing. You know, paparazzi is following them around, and they don't really feel like they could uh, exist in the world and and because you're uh, you're a very visibly famous so i remember 
several times when we went out to like just dine somewhere at a restaurant or um just every time I'm around you, you know, people act strange or <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm calling it the right thing, but they they no, because I mean, you're it, visible <laughs> you, know, you know, the thing is, uh I, I mean I never claim to be the most famous, um nor have I you know, again, when you get around the biggest movie stars and I've been around the biggest celebrities and stars in the world. And, you know, I feel successful. I feel like I've accomplished and done a lot in many different areas. Uh, but I've, uh, I've been around the biggest there are. And you get to a mega yacht to then realize you don't want a mega yacht. Right, right, right. To, to maintain. <laughs> Um, you get around extremely famous people to then realize how miserable it is to move on that level. And it's, it's, it's your cup of tea. You know, it's like, shit, if, if you have an opportunity to do it before you do it, mm -hmm. then you kind of realize what works for you. Like, some famous people think or believe that they got to marry someone famous in order for them to be in a relationship with someone that they can relate to. And you see how that goes. Right. Um, you know, you're looking, it's two big, gigantic personalities, and um, you got to be in a scenario where, you know, someone is kind of taking charge, whether woman or man. And, in the marriage or relationship and that someone is there rooting you along and, and, and specifically your support system. It's the reason why Angela Bassett has been married for so long. Yes. She's with someone like Viola Davis and Denzel Washington and you know it's like you gotta have that yin and yang factor um because when you have the Jay-Z and Beyonce type of scenario, then you just kind of ask yourself, like, when is there ever any time to be normal when both people in the couple are literally giants? Right, 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 right. Um, so, you know, when it comes to fame, you could say, I want the Jay-Z and Beyonce package. I want the you know, the man or the woman that, that's really, really famous and successful and they're dating somebody regular that's not famous, but yet they matter. You know, Oprah Winfrey has been with Stedman forever. And, right, yep. Uh, there, is, <laughs> there is a yin and yang factor. And, you know, again, when it comes to fame, um, I just think now that I have been an entertainer, and I'm not just famous or infamous, but we earn my status. Right. You get around all this shit, and then you realize the things that you don't want. And I, I, I love that I can still walk to an airport. I love that I can still go places and mm -hmm. they might be whispering and pointing, but it ain't completely unbearable. Where if I want to just order fucking cheesecake factory or something um, that it, I can't even go to it. Like, I just got to order. Like, imagine being so famous that everything you eat, you got to order out. 
Right, right, right. Uh, the like that's that's uh that's a lot of isolation. That's that's a lot of like man, I can't even go eat. There's thirty cameras out there, it's too much. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you you get to That's that Michael know, Jackson famous, huh? Like that that famous level. You get around that level to then realize you don't want that level. So, you know, I um and that's why I believe you, you, you're just, you're very humble, you know, like, I know, like, I want to talk about this too, the parties that you have sometimes. <laughs> a lot of people just like to, oh, had before, you know. There ain't no, ain't no peaceful party after Right. Yeah, I saw you hooked up to your vitamin bag and you ain't playing no games and everybody got to take a Corona test. <laughs> Drawing some blood. Hold on one second, Tyrese. I want to, um, your niece wants to say hello. Hi, Uncle. What's happening? That's heaven. She didn't get a chance to, um, say hi last time, so she wants to say hello. Of course. What's happening? How are you? Good. <laughs> She's nine now. She's nine years old. I know. Where did, where is the time flying? <laughs> Any questions you have for him? Um, uh, well, the Eric wrote a book. Um, I don't know how much movies you are in, but that's, I don't think that's the amount of movies that you are in in his book. So how much movies were you in? How many movies have I been in? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I gotta look it up. Um, because I, I don't know. I don't know. That's I a good question, huh? It. She asked a good question. That was a really good one. <laughs> I gotta look it up. Because um the movies that I've been in and already been released versus the ones I got coming up, I would have to add them all up. But being is that you are my niece, even though I don't talk to you that often, um, I'm I'ma hit you and uh I'm gonna hit moms and, and give her give her the number, okay? Okay. So we'll let her know. Love you, Uncle. Love you too, niece. Bless you. <laughs> that's um that's the youngest set, the one um the oldest of me and Eddie. She's nine now. Can you believe that? Jesus. And the twins uh, are um the twins are eight. So wow. for everybody listening, it just goes to show we uh. Let me tell you something that's beautiful and tragic. Uh, me and Sean, when we talk a lot, it's normally during a family crisis. Yeah. And um, and so the family has kind of grown apart in our own little way. And it hasn't hasn't been because I don't like you, I don't love you, or stay away from me. The dynamic has been when folks grow up and we all live under the same roof, folks grow up, they get jobs, they get married, they have kids, they move to different cities, right. sometimes <laughs> countries, and then naturally, you know, your brothers and sisters that you would talk to every single day and get updates about everything moving every step of the way, it just kind of happens. And then at a certain point, 
it just stops happening. Right. And uh, and then when we, because we don't have no beef and there is no issue, there's no specific reason to not be in touch, um, we tend to communicate every day, all day, in and around family crises. And then once we know that everything is okay again, it's like, up, up, in a way. We go back to our work and lives and program, which is hustling, grinding, getting money, and taking care of our kids and significant others. Right, and I think I think the expectation is from people that we are under each other, and I'm like, do you know how long we've been grown? Like, I, I be trying to, you know, <laughs> I don't explain that or nothing, but we have been grown a long time, and I've been with Eddie 13 years. Wow. So that just goes to show you, like, Time is is going on. You know what I'm saying? Madison is a Madison is about to be 16. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is it, Tanisha is 32. You understand? Wow. Star just turned 30. Wow. Yeah, like like this is this is like our kids are grown. My kids are grown. So it, you know the the thing is, I think people have a expectation of us just following each step of each other's lives. And like you said, we're really just catering to the the needs of what's at hand. You know what I mean? Like when I wake up every day, I'm taking the kids to school and I'm making sure that my husband gets off to work okay and, and catering to him and his needs. And like, it's, it's, it's seven heartbeats before I can even get to Uncle Tyrese. You understand? <laughs> Like, like I got a lot going on and it's not that I, 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 I don't cause I do, I do make sure that I check on you and check in and I'm watching every, you know, I watch and because I'm on social media too and you and I are connected, um, I am checking on you, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like we don't have to pick up the phone every day because when we do talk, it's all love is good. And like you said, the other unfortunate thing is based around family crisis. Like the recent health scare with our mom, you know what I mean. Um, thank you, everybody. I'm I'm saying this while Tyrese is on the phone. We want to thank everyone that sent up a sincere prayer to God uh, for my mom's healing because it was very scary um, during a pandemic. We could not reach her. Either one of us. Tyrese was in Canada. I live in Texas. Mom lives in California. It was just, it was a lot going on. And we just want to thank everybody who took a moment and said a prayer because prayer changes things. Um, faith is a real thing. Um, because we couldn't, we couldn't reach mom physically. We reached her with our faith. And, um, I just wanted to say that to everybody. We, man, we appreciate that so much because I think as soon as you, put that post out there about prayer to the world. Mom was up within what, 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, yeah, it was really crazy. Um, yeah, it was crazy. I yeah. Mean, I, I was in Canada. Um, I just did a movie recently with, uh, Mel Gibson and another actor named Scott Eastwood. And, I had to do 14 days of quarantine. I had to miss Thanksgiving. Um, they literally told me I couldn't even walk out my front door for 14 days. 
visitation or anything it was it was an overall uh situation where we could not get to her even if we wanted to um so it was one of them things where you know just kind of speaking on um speaking on uh like i'm praying and i just got to this place where i felt like my prayers and only my prayers are telling people certain people around me or in my it what it, it, it started feeling like it wasn't enough where it's like yo don't be on instagram with all your business and this and that like bro when it comes to, to prayer we had christians catholics muslims right we had every religion there is worldwide uh sending all of that love in the universe to our mom and uh you know, it was, it was just, it was beautiful to, to just know that that many people was willing to pray and, 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 you know, kind of, yeah, it was just beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we wanted, I, I you know, we wanted. Know how, much longer do, how much longer do we have? Because I was going to tell you, I wanted to go from this podcast and I was going, I was going to go up on IG Live with you and, and finish the rest, and maybe you can record the rest of our IG Live. Okay, yeah, let's do that. You want to do that? You want to go from here to the next? I'll I'll join you. Um, yeah, I'll get on my IG Live, uh-huh. and uh, I'll just have you to to join me. But I'm gonna call you right back because I I want to throw a couple things in the pot. Um, okay. 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 I'm gonna jump off of here, bro. Love you. I'll um I'll talk to you in a minute. Give me like five minutes so I can shut down the show and um call me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Done deal. Okay. Love Done you. Deal. Okay. Love you too. Love Bye. y'all. Appreciate y'all throwing in. You know the gifts. If we strike again, we struck again. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. All right, all right, bro. Don't be, don't be trying to get my sister scripts and shit when you run into it, man. Leave her alone. She's just trying to eat some Taco Bell, man. <laughs> bro, brother. Love you, too. Love you. See, y'all, listen. Y'all thought it was just me being real. He is the most realest cat in the world. Uh, we're going to, I guess, continue this interview on Instagram Live. So, um... Y'all check his Instagram live out in a minute. Um, we're going to do part two on his Instagram. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This was amazing. Share this interview if you can. Um, very, very powerful moment, y'all, in history. Wow. He wants to keep talking. Let's. I, I just want to go with it. <laughs> y'all go over to Instagram live on his page and 
I'm out of here, y'all. Let me get off of here so we can shut this down and then move to the next. Okay? Peace. Blessings. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Queen G Live Experience. This is your girl, Queen G. We out of here, y'all. Talk to you later.